Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Got the number one pick in the NHL draft, but the men can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. See our team make them need to run. That's Lars Teller. Trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best want you people to score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise to shot with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. Have you missed us? We're back. Regular season NFL done. Good night. Jets, big win. Giants, huge win. The locals end on very high notes. Paul Feinbaum, 720 this morning. Big college football game tonight. Rex Ryan, 735. Rick, I believe you went undefeated in your picks. I went winless, so I'm I'm going to lose. I think that's fairly obvious. Before we get to any of it, I say good morning. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, David. How are you doing? Uh, I'm okay. You got to be fired up. Come on. Don't, don't hide it. Don't hide your excitement. Well, I, I, I will tell you this. I do hammering the Eagles is something that never gets old and it doesn't happen very often for the Giants. So there was like a little bit of enjoyment in, in that for me, but I, you know, I don't know. I mean, the game meant nothing. You could see Philadelphia wasn't really even trying. I mean, they took Jalen Hurts out of the game. It was, I don't know, it's, it's weird. It's weird to win games when, when you don't need or, or it's kind of a meaningless game for your team. Well, here's the thing, though. They didn't. They didn't take Jordan. They didn't take Jalen Hurts out of the game. You guys forced right, them they, to they, take right, Jalen. Right, but AJ Brown the goes out. No Devonta Smith. No DeAndre Swift. It's just, I. I don't know. Listen, it's. It was nice to, to to hammer them, and they did. The Giants destroyed them yesterday. But I don't know. I mean, there's this whole. Does it carry over? I don't think it carries over. I guess it's nice to beat them. It was nice for the Giants to be the bully every once in a while. You didn't just beat them. You beat them to sleep yesterday in the first half. Oh, it was great. It, it was. It truly was enjoyable. If the Chargers didn't just stink, it would have cost the Giants nothing. Yeah, but you know the Chargers stink. But they had the lead yeah, with a so minute left. They stink. They really do. Chargers stink. They couldn't hold down Blaine Gabbert in the big moments. Now I think the big question is what happens uh, first and foremost, because you know you're picking sixth. Right. Is what happens with the coaching staff? Boy, I, defense, Dude, your defense got after. Oh, they cro- Bobby Okereke. The I-, I don't know if he's going to wind up as a, as an All Pro or or what, but he what a season he had. He's a terrific football player. What a signing that was! That was a great signing. Great signing. He's a stud, man. He really is. Played every and, and, and Xavier every McKinney snap. was. I mean, as the season went on, he just became better version of himself every single week. That interception down the left sideline. Yep, where he got to, the, they had to review it and get the two feet in to have the pre- to get both feet in the way he did. I mean, what a play that was. Was great, but let let's not use all our enjoyment on the on the Giants yesterday, who had a big win over the the dirty Philadelphia Eagles, the Jets, fifteen in a row. 
No more. What a win for the Jets yesterday. I got to tell you what, did absolutely nothing for me. Really? Not a thing. Nothing? Nothing. Didn't move at all? Uh, I didn't move at all, no. No, I didn't move at all. I mean, it's not like, I mean, it's it's a quarterback that's not going to be on the team next season against a team that is going to most likely have a different coach and have a different quarterback. I mean, I guess if, if the players feel some sense of relief, I was listening to some of what Tyler Conklin said after the game. I mean, if, I guess if they feel some sense of relief, the guys that are coming back next year that will be a part of the team next year, to not carry the burden of, of having you know lost what would have been 16 in a row, I guess that's a positive, but and now you pick 10th. Yeah, so I, I believe, and I was looking at this with Raymond before the show, I believe the Jets would be picking six right now had they lost that game. See, uh, that's the thing, though. I don't know what the what the win does to their strength of... Is that strength of schedule or strength of victory? No, strength of schedule. Doesn't do anything to it. So why would Samini say they only dropped two spots then? That's not right. Well, when you look... I mean, the way you look at it... If the Jets were six and eleven, they'd have a strength of schedule. They do have a strength of schedule of five oh two. Right. The Giants have a strength of schedule of, of five twelve. The t- they pick six. The Titans have a strength of schedule of five twenty two. They pick seven. I think. I think the rich is wrong. Okay. Well, I think we need some clarification on that. But what it does now, and again, I don't know how this whole the combine and and all the the pre draft process is going to go. But I mean, as far as when you look at at pretty much every mock draft that we've looked at. And that's a lot of mock drafts. It seems like the the two stud offensive tackles are off the board before you get to 10. That's right. I think you probably, and I think this is what's going to happen. It happened last year. And boy, Broderick Jones is a really good player, huh? Uh, The Steelers? Yep. I I think you probably cost yourself a chance at getting either the kid from Penn State or Alt, the kid from Notre Dame. I think that's probably true. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Like, we don't know. Like, there, I mean, there are some teams that just make some bad picks occasionally but we'll see I mean I think we I think it's pretty I think it's pretty easy to see though when you watch the NFL as much as as we do how important it is to to have good tackles and how hard it is to find really good tackles so they're at a premium so I would imagine that there'll be a teams that are are looking to draft them as high as possible but you also got a bunch of teams that are going to take quarterbacks here at the top of the draft. Yeah, and again, and we talked about Feinbaum joining us today at 720. Uh, tonight we get to see Michael Penix and see what he, right? Because uh, right now Kuiper has his latest, like, top players. He's number 10. Yeah, he's if he goes 10. At, if he goes out there and balls out against Michigan tonight, you're not going to sit there at number 10 for much longer. No, I think he's, I mean, I, listen, I, I here's the thing, though, David. It all depends on how the teams view him. I mean, it, it, Mel's great, and I'm going to send him a whole truckload of whipped cream beautiful to get them all fattened up for the show but like i mean it, it's going to depend on what chicago wants to do yeah yeah with justin fields washington is definitely going to take a quarterback new, new england, england you got to think going to take a quarterback so i mean there are plenty of teams that's the other thing though i don't understand though with chicago i don't want to get into it right now but like you have the opportunity i know they they've played they've played better with um with eberflus but i mean in that how much more attractive is that job, though? Like, don't you want? Wouldn't you rather have like an offensive-minded head coach? Well, I mean, you tell me, wouldn't you rather have Jim Harbaugh than Matt Eberflus as the head coach of the team? Right, with the option yeah. to take the first take to take the first have the first pick in the draft. Right, any quarterback you want, first pick in the draft, and and it's a team that's it was playing clearly playing better football down the stretch, and you're going to have what they have another pick too, right? Yeah, like see, a, I just, only one. I think they have nine also. Nine. 
Yeah. Yeah, I just it, it feels like the job's only going to get less attractive. Like this could be as attractive as the job is right now. Teams playing better football, you have the first overall pick, you have the ninth pick. Right, you'll you never be in line. Fields. You'll never be in line to to you know, make your job available and be more attractive to Jim Harbaugh and not Bill Belichick or, you know, Ben Johnson or any, any of these coaches out there, you'll never be more attractive. Right. Like whoever you hire next, you don't want to have you, you don't want to be in a situation where you have the first overall pick every right. Year. Right. And now you have two top 10 picks, two top 10 picks. And you have to have a draft where it's loaded. Um, so we don't it, again. We don't know until these kids get drafted and play. But I mean, it's supposed to be on paper loaded with quarterbacks, loaded with quarterbacks. Listen, I think there's a. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, if Penix plays well, you got to figure he's going to go top 10. Could J.J. McCarthy go top? Could you get five quarterbacks in the top 10 of this draft? Oh. Well, it, it, I think it depends. I think it depends on, well, it doesn't depend because if Chicago doesn't take a quarterback, someone's going to trade up to take the quarterback. Quarterbacks sound like they're going to go at, at least three in the top four. Right. There's three. Arizona sounds like they're happy with Kyler Murray. Chargers aren't taking a quarterback. Giants could. I think Will. Probably should take a quarterback. Tennessee, are they in love with Will Levis if there's a quarterback sitting there at seven? Atlanta needs a quarterback. Desperately. Minnesota needs a quarterback. Denver could use a quarterback. Raiders need a quarterback. There are a lot of teams that need quarterbacks. Yeah, of course. There always are. There's probably 12-ish teams that need a quarterback, and there's how many that, that teams look at as, and you always reach for the quarterback. Happens every year. Well, yeah, I mean, that's because you see how important it is, man. You see what C.J. Stroud's done for Houston. Changed the entire complexion of that team, huh? What, what a that, stud that kid is. Watching that team play makes me sick to my stomach because that's how it's supposed to look. That's the second overall pick with a defensive coordinator that you took from San Francisco, just like we took a defensive coordinator from San Francisco, rookie head coach, rookie offensive coordinator, rookie quarterback. And it's not like you look at that team and say, but they have weapons all over the place. They they don't really have any weapons outside of Nico Collins right now. Well, especially, yeah, right. I mean, especially with the injuries that they've dealt with. But no, right, they, right now. I mean, Tank Dell is a, is a really good player. Robert Dalton, Woods Schultz, is, Dalton Schultz is a good player. Yeah, I'll give you Schultz. And, I mean, is Singletary and Pierce better than average running backs? Probably not. Singletary's had a good season. No, but I think we actually made a point, though, before the season started when we were going back and forth between Bryce Young and what Carolina was able to do for him before the season as opposed to what Houston did. At least at least Houston made a real effort to put some pieces around him so the kid could hit the ground running. I don't think anyone thought playoffs and win the division, but, I mean, when you watch them play, great opportunity for the country to watch them play on Saturday night, man. Oh, Yeah. Um, Steelers with the win. Steelers, it's amazing. How, how many weeks ago was it that you got you to fire this Mike Tomlin, get rid of him? Steelers fans are nuts for even thinking that. That's insane. They go ten and seven again. They make again. the playoffs. They make the playoffs. I I know, and they get into the postseason. So it does. The Jets win does nothing for you yesterday. Like you're watching it. Like Brees Hall takes it to the house, plays so well. Nothing. It honestly did nothing. I, dude, it doesn't. It doesn't change how I feel about next season, at all. I mean, at one point I was like, oh my goodness. Like I mean, let's not get Brees Hall hurt here. Well, yeah, they weren't going to run him into the ground, huh? Well, if they had someone that could actually do math properly, they were trying to get him 1,000 yards, but they screwed that up, too. Did they really? Yeah. They were 10, yard, they were 10 yards off. So he ends up missing 1,000 yards by six yards, I think. Oh, he didn't get it? No, he didn't get it. So they, they gave him, what did he have, 37 carries? Yeah, 37 carries for a buck 78. And, you, and he didn't get it? He did not get it. Oh, my God. And they yeah. were... Uh, <laughs> 
I thought he had it. No, he did not get it. They screwed they, it up. Um, um, we stink. <laughs> we stink. Did, did did they admit that they screwed up calculating his yardage? Yeah, we, I'm sure. Ray, do you have the, the sound from Sala? Uh, I don't have that one, but I'm going to get it. Yeah, I but, listened but to Ray, it. So- there is audio of him saying we, we miscalculated his number? I mean, he said it at the presser. So oh, my not God. Not in here, though. Oh, God. One All of right, our mathematicians Ray- screwed it up. Yeah. Oh, my God. How? I don't I don't know. We're the Jets. That's how. <laughs> oh, well, come on. That's how. We're they the Jets. They screwed up math? Yes. Un- unbelievable. He- here is Sala. Very excited, mind you, on closing out the season with a win. It was really good. Proud of the guys. You know, our locker room, we've got a great locker room. And we've faced a lot of adversity. And to finish the season strong, start 2024 with a win, it's always special. <laughs> it's always special. It's not, unfortunately, it's, Robert, it's not, the, uh, it's not the 2024 season. Oh, my God. It's always special. Uh, listen, you beat the Patriots great. It is. Fine, listen, good. I, I think it, to some people, I think to some people, that matters. I know to you it doesn't. You'd rather pick, I believe, six. And I, Rich would have to explain to me how it wouldn't be. But you'd rather pick six. There are some Jets fans out there that say, you know what, I, I'd rather beat the Patriots, have Belichick go off with a loss because you know what matters to him, and pick 10th. You really think it matters to him, though? Yes. In the grand scheme of things, you think yes. it matters? Yes. Yeah, I don't think it matters that much. Yes. I don't think it's going to keep him up at night. I It might not keep him up at night. Guy, but I guys think owned he you. He's owned the division. Dude, he's owned you. He's owned the division. He's won six Super Bowls. He doesn't I don't care. think he likes losing anything. Well, well, I, okay, let fine. me ask you. Would you would, Knowing you, would you like to lose that game? No, I wouldn't like to lose that game. Okay. But, I mean, I, I, I think it was pretty clear, like this Patriots team. I mean, it's better for them to get the higher draft pick. Like, I'm how, not saying it doesn't benefit the team it? as a whole. I'm saying I believe uh, – maybe I'm wrong. I believe that him losing any game pains him. I think him losing his last game with New England to the Jets bothers him, yes, and will. Yeah, I don't, I don't know to what extent it bothers him. I'm sure it bothers him a little bit because he hates to lose. But, like, uh, this, whole, this whole idea, and I'm sure we'll take phone calls on it today, just, like, with the people that are happy that we won and talking about how the draft is a crapshoot, those same people will freely admit that the reason why – they're so comfortable saying the draft is a crapshoot is because they, they recognize the Jets are a poorly run franchise, that we're a dysfunctional franchise, so we'll screw it up anyway. Well, guess who's not really a poorly run franchise? The Patriots. Right. So now because you beat them, they have the third overall pick. Um, so Jay Glazer had the report before the game that, that Belichick and, and Kraft spoke. It's, it's done. Yeah, it He's sounds moving done. on. Yeah. The question now we'll just is, find, do figure they trade where he him? ends up. Right, do they trade him? And and I don't know if you saw the report. Apparently, is it Josh Harris, the owner of the, uh, Washington? Yeah, Lo- loves Belichick. Well, of course, loves him. That would make perfect sense too. I mean, you bring him. I mean, Magic's the minority owner. You bring him. All of a sudden, you have a second overall pick, and you're rolling. And and away you go. Uh, Ray- Raymond says to me, he "Goes, I've got it. Oh, oh God, I've got it." Is it apparently it's bad here? Here is Salas saying they, they miscalculated uh Brees Hall's rushing yards. How aware were you that Brees was close to a thousand at the end? And it sure seemed like you gave him a shot there at the yeah, we, we were aware. Um, one of our mathematicians was wrong, we thought we thought he got it. Um, but uh, we're 10 yards off, so but uh, we were trying to get it for him on that last run, otherwise, we would have taken a knee. <laughs> One of our, what do you mean? One of our mathematicians? Do they have a staff of mathematicians? Is, is I couldn't tell if he was joking or not. Like when I he said it, didn't sound like it. I know, but I watched it and I couldn't tell if he like, kind of like, like smiled when he said it. He was busting someone's chops. I hope, or what he I was hope doing, so. But, 
I I hope he was just kidding. If they if because why else would you have fed the guy the ball that many times? Well, because they weren't going to throw it. I mean, the world was crap, and Brees Hall was eaten. So I mean, if it's working, why not do it? But I mean, I think it was it was clear that they were trying to get him a thousand. Right. I hope they, it was they kidding. did. I hope to God he was kidding. I, I, I'm assuming. Well, he was I don't. Kidding. I don't know how much he was kidding. Like I think he might have been busting chops just whoever screwed it up. But but I love one of our mathematicians. But oh, they thought. God. But he said how they do you thought. Screw that up though. They thought he got it. Listen, Dave, we're the Jets, buddy. Wow. All right, listen, we're the Giants. We're not much better. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. All right, DPHR Rothenberg with you, 98.7 ESPN. You know what, Raymond? Well done by you, because he, he's our champion. Champion! Champion! And he is the great Paul Feinbaum, who's going to give us all the insight on the National Collegiate Championship game played tonight between Michigan and Washington. Long time no speak. How are you, Paul? I'm doing great. And what a happy day in New York. I mean, both teams won. I feel like I, I, I hit the lottery here. Has that ever happened? No, it's the first time in the history of the two organizations they've actually won on the same day, <laughs> interestingly enough. It's we'll funny, though, because most fans are not thrilled that the team's won. Well, it's, again, it's New York. I mean, when are, when are fans happy? That's a, that's a very fair point. All right, what what is the big X factor tonight? I mean, it, I guess it's easy to say it's Michigan's defense against the Washington offense, but is is that it to you? If if the Michigan defense dominates, they win, or is it just more to the game than that for you tonight? I think that's part of it. I also think it's uh, the, you know whether Michigan can 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 run the ball. Uh, on Washington, I think they can. And again, I'm a little bit uh, too close to the sun here, having just stood on the sideline and watching 
and watch Jim Harbaugh uh, outcoach Nick Saban, watch the Knicks, the uh, Michigan line completely overwhelm what I thought was a, was a, a faster, more physical team in Alabama. So it's a, that that game I can't forget it because I think Michigan is a really good team. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll spare you all the you know, best offensive line. You know, three wide receivers, Michael Penix Jr., they have all of that, but they still had some really underwhelming performances. They beat Arizona State something like 15-7. to 7. They were pretty fortunate in both Oregon games, and that was the bellwether matchup of the season. And while Michigan didn't play anyone really until November uh, after two Jim Harbaugh suspensions, uh, they still just look like the most dominant team, the most overpowering team. And I think ultimately that – that route will just wear Michigan, excuse me, wear Washington down later tonight. Paul, we're just getting a chance to talk to you now. I want to get what are your. I hate to go back, but you know, you have, I mean, you have such a good uh, feel for Alabama and Nick Saban. What were your thoughts on how that game, how how that game ended, that last play call? Uh, I thought it was just an, an atrocious call. Uh, Tommy Reese is the offensive coordinator. He was he played a quarterback at Notre Dame. He was the offensive coordinator at Notre Dame, and they brought he. When he, when he showed up at Alabama last winter, uh, he brought Tyler Buckner with him, who got beat out for the job by Sam Hartman. I, t- I tell you all that because he did not want to play Jalen Milrow. Uh, and after the Texas game, which was the second game of the year, uh, Milrow was benched. And, you know, the, the, re- the revisionist history of Alabama was that Nick Saban did that just to prove a point to his assistant coach. Guys, <laughs> sure, you've been around Belichick, you've been around – uh, your next guest coming up. That, that's not how it rolls. Uh, so they, they had no choice but to go back to Miller. And believe it or not, the guy ended up having a near Heisman finalist season. But in, in that moment, they gave him the wrong play. Uh, you know, Michigan had it figured out. It was, it, was, it, was just a, it was just incredible to watch the biggest play of the year in college football to that point, to see a player run into a brick wall. And what happened was to get overly technical, because I've seen the play 4,000 times now, is that the, uh, the the right guard, uh, Latham, who's a, who's going to be a, a number one draft pick uh, in the first round? He he got blown up so badly that as he was hitting the ground, Milro tripped on his leg. I mean that's how you know catastrophic the final play of the season was for Alabama. He's Paul Feinbaum with us here, ninety eight seven ESPN. I can't imagine Washington blows out Michigan. Could could this be a game where fourth quarter like what a snooze fest and Michigan blows out Washington tonight? Yes. Uh, now, I know all the highly paid experts at ESPN will disagree with me because they love Washington and all the things that come with it. But I, I'm, yeah, I hate to sound like a, a naysayer on the final day of the season, but I'm just not that impressed, okay? I know they're undefeated. Um, but I, and I, I think there's a better chance they get blown out than, than, than win the game. Uh, I, I mean, the number is four, four and a half. Uh, I, I don't give uh, – Money line picks uh, because I don't follow. I, I'm not. I'm not enough of a of an odds maker or a gambler because I don't gamble. But but I, I think Michigan looks like the play here. If I could go ahead and offer a freebie, Paul. Not a great time to be calling out our coworkers. I'm gonna keep that uh, bottled up for a little bit. Um, now, <laughs> now, hey, listen. I, I am still employed. Don't go, don't go down to the most sensitive subject because I, I'm afraid I'd give an honest answer. Yeah, yeah. Let's not do that today. Uh, we like you too much. Um, Jim Harbaugh, I mean, it's been, it's, I mean, he hires Don Yee. If, if they win, I, I'm probably, I'm sure for sure he's gone. Even if they lose, is this it? Is this, is this uh, Jim Harbaugh's last game coaching Michigan? Uh, 
Yeah, I'll go ahead uh, and give you a you know the, the the hot take of the morning. I mean, I think it would be the biggest shock of, of the year in sports if Jim Harbaugh is at Michigan next week. Uh, and it's not because of his goofy answers, uh, and, and there is no goofier guy in, in college football or pro football for that matter. But it, it just seems like when you've been suspended for six games, uh, you've got a you've got a twelve million dollar a year contract on the table with a couple of exclusionary clauses that prevent you from talking to the NFL. So that's on the left side. And on the right side is as many as four, maybe six NFL teams. Once the firings, I guess they've already started today, continue uh, are offering you a job. And, and, and the consensus on you is that you are the most coveted guy in, in pro football. Two years ago, Jim Harbaugh literally sat in the waiting room at the Minnesota Vikings for an interview that he did not get the job. Okay. And now uh, he's being offered all these big deals. And so I, I can't imagine, uh, I mean, there's nobody else in the world that would turn this down. Now, Jim Harbaugh is that X factor. Uh, but I, I would, I would go ahead and, and boldly say he, there's no way he's coming back win or lose tonight. All right. So, so he's done, which is certainly news that our listeners are going to, uh, you know, appreciate this morning. Let's let's really break it down. Where's his next stop? Being out in uh, L.A. last week for a couple of days, it seemed like the Chargers were were the number one destination point. That's just a, that's just a guess based on the enthusiasm in that market, Dave. For for Harbaugh, uh, I think there's a lot of places that would take him though. Uh, you know, the whole Chicago situation. I don't know. I, I don't know exactly what's happening there, and and and, and I don't. I don't have my uh, Adam Schefter uh, hotline on, so uh, you know, as we talk, news could be breaking. But but I, I think those two. Uh, I think I don't think Carolina, uh, even though uh, I mean they're so desperate. I, I think Carolina is more likely to go for someone like like a Belichick if they can't get one of the hot names that they're searching for. But so I, I'm going to go ahead and save the Chargers. Paul Feinbaum joins us here on the show. Paul, so Dave, Giants fan, he wants a quarterback. Now he's upset the the sixth pick. That's why he's talking about how um, most fans, he means himself, aren't happy that the We're Giants won. We're always having conversations. Right. What is what does Michael Penix do for himself? And just as far as what you've heard from from talent evaluators, how do how do the, how does the NFL view Michael Penix? I don't think they view him that well. Uh, really? I mean, I think he's. I mean, watch him tonight, and you'll be wowed by him, but. Uh, from some of the insiders that I hear from. I mean, there's just a few things that the now, now again, I, I always hate to quote these guys because these are the same guys who, who told me last year that Bryce Young was a, was, was a slam dunk over CJ Stroud. These are the same ones that told me five, six, seven, seven years ago that the Dak Prescott couldn't play. I mean, listen, you, you guys, and by the way, that uh, your guy uh, from from Duke, uh, Carr was was a, was a was a camp miss. I mean, I don't believe these guys. Do you? Uh, I mean, I, I was at the I've been to the draft a couple of times, and I've never, I, I don't know where they get their information because that you that's why I I, I will say uh, I said all that to say that Penix could be really good, but but the insiders don't like him. Uh, so would that be a, would that be a reason to take him? Maybe. Yeah, we'll take him because nobody else likes him. Uh, on the flip side, <laughs> yeah, and last I, I, one for me. It's crazy. It really is. Is all the conversation about the Michigan defense and the Washington offense. How do you feel uh, McCarthy's going to fare at the next level? And do you think he comes out? 
I like him. Uh, I mean, just very gritty. Um, I mean, I, I think somebody, I, I, by the way, I don't think there would be a big chance on him. Uh, but, but he's the kind of guy uh, that, that I have seen this where, you know, he, he'd have a big night tonight, uh, do well in, in combines, and I think he could race up the chart. Because I, I think mainly, Dave, these guys, these, these scouts, these GMs, they, they sit around in Indianapolis at the combine at the bar, and, that's where, and, and they literally, they, they do group things. They go, oh, you like that guy, huh? I like that guy. I, I mean, I don't, think, I don't think there's a person in the NFL that has an independent thought in their head. Uh, and that's why you see so many screwy situations uh, across the board, uh, from, from Daniel Jones to uh, you know, all, all, the, all the complete and utter bust that we see uh, in the NFL, Sam Darnold. I mean, it, 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 there's an endless stream of it. Don't forget, Tim Tebow was a first-round pick, okay? Yeah, just name just name New York quarterbacks. <laughs> Recent drafted quarterbacks. Uh Paul, last one before we let you go. So you had the Georgia Florida State debacle and then you had a lot of coaches coming out talking about how um you know with the with the portal and the early signing and you know the NFL draft. I mean, it most important part of the season, it's kind of like these players become free agents. Like what what's the future for that in the uh in college football? Well, there, there's for all the people that say the system's broken, uh, you have to remember that next year we'll be in the middle of a 12-game playoff. Uh, the, the first rounds will be on campuses, which I think will be very exciting, uh, especially to see uh, a Florida State have to play uh, at Wisconsin or Michigan on a Thursday night in mid-December. You guys know what I'm talking about. But but the, the bowl system, though, is gone. It's, not, it's, it's, it's been broken for years. It wasn't any bad, worse this year than last year. And, and the fact is, for all those pundits in college football say, oh, we got to do something about it. We're not, number one, we're not doing anything about it because there's no, there's no leadership in college athletics. It's a bunch of fiefdoms. You have the SEC, the Big Ten, all, all, these, all these conferences, and I know, I know all these commissioners, they, they are tantamount to the five uh, crime families uh, from, from Godfather <laughs> 1 and 2. Uh, I mean, the SEC is, uh, is, is, is Manhattan. Uh, the Big Ten's got Brooklyn and, and Queens and Staten Island. And then, uh, you know, the ACC is Philadelphia and Cleveland. And you just keep working your way across the country. And they, they meet only in an emergency. And that's just to figure out who they're going to kill next. Because it, 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 that's the way it is. And right now, the people are watching college football. The ratings for the Rose Bowl were phenomenal. And as long as there's a betting line on, on a game, I don't. the average fan does not care who's in the game. They're still going to bet on it, and they're still going to watch it. All right, Paul, listen, great stuff. Enjoy the game tonight. It's been a long time. We always appreciate you joining us for a couple minutes, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you soon. Can't wait. Pleasure was mine, guys. All right, there you have it. That, that's Paul Feinbaum, who is wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Don't Really enjoy it. talking to them. Don't uh, understand it. He's the best. The best. He really. You say that. We got Rex Ryan coming up in a minute, though. Yeah, I know, but who else? Like, I mean, yeah, plenty of people could have explained to you what's going on in college football. And he goes, it's, it's the five crime families. The only time they get together is to figure out who they're going to kill next. Yeah, you know, it's a great line. Uh, <laughs> and how about, how about he says, win or lose, Harbaugh, done. Chargers, in his mind, leading contender. Yeah, see, the thing with the Bears is that he doesn't have a I, – I don't think, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't think he has a good relationship with the current president for the Chicago Bears, Kevin Warren. Uh, oh, right, B- former Big Ten uh, right. president. Yeah, right, fair point.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. I see what you've done here, Raymond. You owe me a favor, Raymond. DiPietro Rothenberg with you, 98.7 ESPN. We welcome in maybe our favorite, certainly on the Matt Rushmore the great and entertaining Rex Ryan. Good morning, Rex. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys? We're doing well. So, Rick, not thrilled the Jets won that game yesterday because it affects their draft status. How do you feel about the Jets' win from yesterday over New England? Well, no, I I think, first off, that was a great win. Uh, And the reason, and I get it, it was an awful game. It was whatever. But you had to beat the worst team. That's the worst New England team maybe ever. You had to you had to to get that monkey off your back going into the year and and as a I mean literally I thought that that next season started that week like you got to beat this this team and let them know that no that 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 stuff's over and we never have to lose to you again that's kind of the message I think they sent um, so yeah I thought it was a big a big game for them forget about the draft. You know, I, I get it, you know, a spot here, a spot there. And no guarantee. I mean, look, we took Zach Wilson with a second overall pick. You know what I mean? Uh. So, but that's what I mean. So, you go out, you had to send a message to that football team. And I think the message was sent loud and clear that, you know, no, we don't have to lose you ever again. And I think that's the message that, that the Jets sent. Rex, how much of that carries over? How much? For, okay, two part. How much does that carry over and how much does that weigh on you? Like it's something that you hear about, something you have to talk about. Is that a distraction? What does that do? Yeah, I mean, hell, you got beat fifteen times, fifteen games in a row to that to the same team. Like, no, hell, no. It, it's just that. That's why I thought it was it was so big that the Jets got that win. You know, and it's in Belichick's last game. Like, if you're ever gonna show up, it would be for that guy. You know, for for the last game, what he meant to you history wise. And the Jets still spanked you. So to me, that was a it's it's a big win, and um, 
and, and I think it sets you it sets the table for next year. You know, uh, Woody already made that decision. They're going to bring everybody back, and you know, now let's go out, let's fix what we need to fix. Let's focus on fixing that offensive line. Maybe get another playmaker uh, for Aaron Rodgers, and and the defense is back as an you know the entire unit's back. So now let's go. Like this is the shot we have, and and there's no excuse. Build. Let's build. You know, let, let's build this damn offense up. And uh, and protect our quarterback. We 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 see where that's in, in the NFL. That's probably the most important thing. And obviously, we saw what it meant for the Jets. Like Aaron Rodgers has to stay upright. So whatever we do this offseason, it's about protecting Aaron Rodgers. Rex Ryan with us here, ninety eight seventy ESPN. Kind of a disagreement between the two of us earlier in the show. Um, I wouldn't even tell you what side who took. Do you do you think losing last game to the Jets bothers Bill Belichick? Oh, hell yeah. Nobody wants to lose, period. But, yeah, that's his last game. Yeah, you damn sure don't want to lose your last game. No way in hell. No way in hell. It doesn't matter who it, who it's against. You know, but, no, that was absolutely. And, and the fact that it was the Jets, maybe that adds a little fuel to the fire. But, no, that that's brutal. You, you never want to uh, – the, the great years he's had and all that, you want to go out with, with a win. Um, so, yeah, that was – I mean, I, I found myself cheering. Like, I was wanting Belichick to get the win just just for the fact that what he's meant, all that type of stuff, the respect that I have for him. Um, so, yeah, that was a devastating loss to Belichick. I promise you it was. Well, he knows his team stinks. Rex, so you think it's a foregone conclusion that he's uh, he's done in New England? Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And, and the reason I, I say that is, if he wasn't, Kraft had about eight weeks to come back and say, no, Belichick's not going anywhere. He never did it one time. So, yeah, I'm sure he's gone. Um, Rex. Rex, okay, don't interrupt me. How dare you? You just asked a question. Now you can ask another question. Well, you, gave so some you, can, you know what, Rex? I'm going to tap out. He's going to just handle the rest of this baby. <laughs> I was going to lead us you right into your – beautiful. I was going to lead you right into your precious little giants. Rex, um, I'll let Dave ask the giant question. I want to ask the other side of this thing. I mean, Eagles. I mean, now you got Jalen Hurts hurt. A.J. Brown goes down. Uh, people keep thinking yeah, they're going to figure it out. They're going to figure it out. I, I'll ask you, do the Eagles figure this thing out in time? No, hell no. And here's the deal. The the league has figured them out. This is the easiest team to prepare for. They use less motion than they, – they use like literally like no motion. Uh, if they're not head and shoulders better than you, they're not going to do anything against you. They haven't knocked a single opponent out all year. They're the worst 10-1 and team of all time. And and now this is who they are. This is the reality of the team that they are. And you just got your butt kicked uh, back-to-back weeks by Arizona and the Giants. And the Giants had a, you know, had a horrendous year. But, you know, they looked like the 85 Bears on defense, and they were the 28th-ranked defense going into that game. So, yeah, they got major problems, major problems. And we all know how bad their defense is. You know, they, they were actually 29th, I think, in, uh, or worse in every statistical category. But it's their offense. Like, they, they got their, you know, they, they got their doors blown off um, by a 28th-ranked defense. And I knew they would because I knew Martindale would beat their protection. You know, he would challenge the protections. And they only have two of them. So, to me, it, it was, I mean, yeah. I mean, this almost looks like a team with, like, the big boulder and it's getting ready to roll down the damn hill. 
and you ain't going to be able to stop it till it hits rock bottom. Rex Ryan with us here, 9870 ESPN. What do you think of Nick Sirianni as a head coach in this league? Cause, I mean, last year, everything worked out. This year, feels like, like you just mentioned, it's the, the boulder is running down the hill. Well, it does, and that's what happens when you hire, uh, you, when you make mistakes on your coordinators. And obviously, they made a giant mistake on, on the defensive side of the ball. They bring in a guy that was untested, that never had a very impressive resume anyway. I mean, Hill, he was part of Seattle's defense, I think, when they were 30th in the league or 32nd. Um, so not exactly a ringing endorsement. Um, so why you hired him, I don't know. Are you not comfortable hiring better play, better coaches? You know, you had Jim Swartz, and you know, sitting out there. He went to Cleveland. He's done a decent job out there. They lead the league. Um, so, yeah, made it made it. Uh, you know, and obviously an enormous uh, mistake there. They bring in Matt Patricia. People forget Matt Patricia was thirty second in the league um, on defense with the uh, with the uh, with the Lions. So it wasn't like his, you know. He had a spectacular uh, resume either. So, to me, I, I just think they made you know huge mistakes at the coordinator position. You see where Shine, uh, Shane Steichen obviously uh, was an enormous loss. We knew he would be, but you know you see the job he did there in, in Indianapolis, um, and and so now it falls on you as a coach. That's that's one of your jobs. You you need to hire coordinators. And, uh, you know, especially a defense coordinator, if, you're, if your main focus is on offense, and he gets an F for those hirings. Rex, you're a fiery guy, so I can imagine. I mean, Giants start out 2-8, and eight, right? Uh, tons of adversity coming off a playoff win last year. Like, there's going to be there's gonna be some times where you got coaches going after each other and everything else. You just mentioned how important it was for Nick Sirianni, the hires. They lost both their coordinators. There's been a lot of talk around the Giants, Brian Dable and Wink Martindale in the relationship. I love Wink. I think Wink is is really good at what he does. How how big of a loss would it be for the Giants if they end up having to part ways because of the relationship between him and Dable? They're not going to fire Wink. Uh, I mean, they're they're not going to do that. I mean, who are you going to replace him with? Like like to me, that's that's the thing. And Martindale's not a bad coach. You know, I, I think he spends a lot of time in the media, you know, making calls and all that. And I think that rubs Dable the wrong way. But um, look, he they can do a lot worse than Don Martindale as the, as their defensive coordinator. I can assure you. So I don't think that's that's the issue. I think they're going to look at at the offense. I, I I could see him making changes on offense more than I can on their defense. Would, would that be just to kind of empower Brian Dable more? Well, no. I mean, I I mean, I I don't know. I I just I'm just telling you. I I don't think, you know, and and a good look. Martindale's a better coach than those numbers. Those numbers would suggest that he's not a good coach. Uh, he's better than that. All right, I, I think he's. Uh, I, I think he's a, a, a you know a, a really good coach. I think he should stay there. I, I don't see any reason why he would um, that he would get fired. I, I think that's a mistake if Brian does that. So I guess I I think I'll ask the question better than Dave just did because I'm better at giving uh, doing interviews than Dave is. Um, I think what he meant was, do you think at some point now Brian Dable kind of decides now going into year three as a head coach that he he wants to take over maybe play calling duties now? He may, and I I think sometimes when the uh, you know especially when you need to step up, you know we we saw Sean McDermott take over the defense, um, we saw Mike McCarthy take take over the offense with Dallas. That's sometimes what you do. Like, hey, 
if I'm going down, I'm going to go down calling it myself. Um, Brian Dayball's an outstanding offensive coach. So, um, yeah, he can do a lot worse than having himself call the offense. Uh, Rex, I know you got to run to do TV. I want to commend you today because you had to deal with Rick, who was clearly not on his game. And it's, it sounds like it sounds like you're not feeling great. So we thank you for joining us and using the little voice that you have left. And go do your TV, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, my pleasure, guys. Appreciate you. That's that's Rex Ryan. Oh, you are you nasty today, huh? Well, you left a real pregnant pause there, so I had to jump in and save the thing. I mean, I asked him a question. I said, "Do you think that involves Brian Dable more?" Well, I think he. I, I don't think he clarified that part. I know what you meant, <laughs> how though. Because how would you come out and say, "Coach, you don't feel great"? It sounds like you don't feel great. Because well, he, he's got no he's, tact, Raymond. He's you got can no tell tact. He's fighting. I respect that. I give him credit. <laughs> he's battling. There's probably better ways to say that. Though. I gotta. I gotta tell you what, too. And I was gonna say this, but I just I didn't. It didn't have the time to say it. I'm sick and tired of them picking on Rex on TV about the whole foot thing. Another well, situation it's yesterday. It's never gonna go co- away. Well, no, I know, but it's, but it's, it's. I forget what you, team it you was. You know what the problem is? He he acknowledged it, and now it's like open season. Yeah, that's, that's how it goes. Yeah, but the guys are walking around on the field with bare feet, and they they throw it to Rex. Rex, what are they doing? You should know. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's come what, on. What are they doing? Break down those feet. <laughs> come on, man. I, well, uh, Raymond, I understand. What did you want me to to say? I said it's uh, you, you battled. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know that you have to say it like that, Coach. It sounds like you're really battling over there. <laughs> Well, know. what did you want me to say? I, I nothing. I prefer you. I prefer yeah. you say nothing. No, thank you. Bye. No, because I, I I notice that he doesn't feel well, and I give him credit for joining us when he's under the weather. How is that a bad thing? I think he looks forward to joining you every week. Not now. Probably oh not not going forward. We may we may never hear from not Rex now. again after that. Uh, season's over anyway. Coach, notice you look uh, a little. Coach, notice you look a little angry with that new uh, those new eyebrows you got working. Uh, what's up with that? Thanks for battling. No, see, see, I'm the person that, that says it when they're with us. You're the person that when they leave, you say it behind their back. That's, <laughs> well, I just That's great. I just don't say it. You, you, what do you mean you don't say it? You I stop the show it. like in the middle of, of, a, of a, a segment. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Look at Rex's eyebrows. They're disasters. <laughs> it was jarring. It was jarring. So, so that's great. So you're the behind the back guy. No, Good. I'm just I'm used to it now. You're like the curly Neil of the show. <laughs> behind the back. <laughs> Sounds like you're sick. Thanks for battling. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, listen, thank you for battling. I appreciate that. You're a warrior. No, because he'll go. We'll go to break, and then you'll be. Oh, your eyebrows look ridiculous. Your feet fetish is weird. No, I never said any of that stuff. Rex, you're the vein of my existence. Why do you come out with that? <laughs> because it's wrong. It's Bane. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Um, my wife mocked me, so that's all. I- that's how I know it's wrong. How many times did you get made fun of this weekend for the vein of my existence? Uh, multiple. Good. Someone came up to me in hockey. <laughs> I was like, I got in my car just as you were talking about the vein of your existence. <laughs> <laughs> were they shaking their head at you? Yeah, they're like, are you serious? I was like, yeah, I thought it was vain. It's right. like the vein of my existence. Uh, you're such an Fortunately, idiot. I'm here to make everyone know that you were wrong. You want got, me to call you out on that, though? No, no, I got smarter. I got smarter on Friday. Yeah, exactly. Happens. All right, Raymond, give me that audio, please, would you? I'm not giving you this. Like, so I worked so hard for the OG, myself, my family, and the people around me to, to maximize my earnings. But um, I definitely am open to every, every scenario and every, every team, and um, I just want to do what's best for me at the end of the day. All Bryce right, Hoff. Yeah. Bryce Hoff. Oh, you do the read. Why? It's Bryce Hoff. Just it's too why? easy. 
Just why? I, I do no, the, honestly let do the people read. let people think a little bit. I mean, what no. is the matter with you? What? And you know what? They'll be, oh, Rick, you're so clever when you give I, the I, answer I, to the to the trivia question. Look, it's. It, I think I'd we all. I think we. I think we all knew who it was. There was a lot of context clues in there, but you didn't have to just come right out and say it. But he did, because that's who he is. I got excited. Yeah, that's who he is. Bryce, Bryce Hoff. That's Bryce Hoff. <laughs> Great. I like well, giving stuff away. What do you want me to tell you? Well, here, that was the Jets quote of the game. If you were watching Jets post game live or listening to the show nine seconds ago, you'll know who that was. Presented by Audi on SNY after yesterday's game. You know which player or coach that was. If you don't now, something's wrong with you. Be the first caller to correctly identify that coach or player right now, 888-987-ESPN, for your chance to win an autographed Jets football. Jets quote of the game brought to you by ESPN New York, your radio home for New York Jets football and SNY. As soon as the clock hits zero, Jets post game live only on SNY. Get your New York sports here. And you gave it away. I Actually, I think I quoted him earlier in the show anyway, like that exact sound. Stop, stop, sound stop it. Honestly, stop it. Uh, in fairness to me, though, this is the first time that I've done it in a long time. In fa- I've controlled myself yes, most of the season. The, I mean, Raymond, this is the first time in a long time he's given the answer away. That is true. I mean, you, you should be commended for that. <laughs> the bar's very low. What do you want me to say? Very. Is it on the ground? <laughs> you can't limbo the bar. I'll put it that way. You guys are nasty. Very low. This is why I'm a man of the people. I'm trying to give people stuff. Uh, Raymond, it, I have an it was, issue. It was basically given away anyway. It was very easy. It was very easy. I, I, I have a, a question, and Rick's going to yell at me, but and I, I don't know what to do with this. Because okay. we have the super the super box bonanza sure. giving, giving that away momentarily. But I'm looking at the read. Mm-hmm. We are and a bit we are a bit later than I thought. No, no, no. That which which is fine, but there's no phone number in the read. So I think that causes an, an issue, right? You know what? Mm. Here's what here's what I want you to do. Okay. It's 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 going to end up being the same number that right. we. So used. We'll, we'll wait a few minutes. Yeah. Then. So we do have to wait a few minutes. So what? So here's my suggestion. Okay. Let's do a little bit of, of around the league. Yeah. And then uh, I, at some point, either before or after around the league is finished, you can you can throw that read out. With that number that's not involved in this current read. Correct. I got you. And, okay. I, and, and I'll correct that for tomorrow and you're, going you're forward. You're a gem of a human being. How about that? All right. Let's, uh, on that note, let's go around the league. It's time to go around the league. Oh, no. Big Mars. Rick acting entitled and privileged again. What else is new? My, my I just gave Wait, something away. What's entitled, entitled, what? what's entitled and privileged no, about that? I'll, I'll, do, I'll do what I want to do. We've all got do it. we've all got the all got the same complaint, but I don't see what's entitled and privileged about that. Uh, let's go around the league, shall we? Saturday, where they refuse to wipe off the cameras, the Steelers go into Baltimore and in a slop fest, miserable weather, beat the Ravens 17-10. Big play, uh, Mason Rudolph to Deontay Johnson for the. Huge play of the game, and the Steelers somehow win the game and clinch a playoff spot. Yeah, somehow. I mean, that was a big play of the game. You had Najee goes for over uh, over 100. But I think the the biggest thing in that game was the T.J. Watt injury. That's the biggest thing. Moving forward it is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the biggest thing to come out of that game was, listen, Baltimore wasn't playing for anything right there. I mean, they have the bye. Steelers had to win. They take care of business. But more importantly now, the health of 
their most important player, T.J. Watt. Yeah, and, and he finished the season with 19 sacks, which is I mean, nothing short of just phenomenal. Yeah, well, do you see what the defense looks like with him in it and with him not in it? Yeah, he's he's a phenomenal, phenomenal player. Uh, although I will say this, they've they've won this year. To, to yes. make the playoffs in the AFC with Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph as your quarterbacks, I mean, uh, Mitch Trubisky, God bless Mike Tomlin and the Steelers. Yeah, but I think they still have the same, they're going to have the same issue, though. Like, like, yes, great, they made the playoffs, they found a way. They still, they don't have a quarterback. Uh, they don't have a quarterback, that's right. They correct. need a quarterback. That's right. Now, do you punt on, on Kenny Pickett after year two? I think it depends on what the, if there's better options. What are the better options? I don't know. I'll tell you this. If there's any truth, and I know they walked it back, but if there's any truth at all to him saying that he he didn't want to back up like a couple weeks ago, right? I, <laughs> that would be enough. That would be enough that, for me. Right? I can't have that. Yeah, you, you got to move on from that. I agree. Um, and then I, I thought the Colts were going to win this game. It was a, a tightly contested game. Um, fourth and one. A good play call, awful execution, bad throw from Minshew. Running back drops that ball he should have caught anyhow. And Houston wins this game 23-19. That gets them in, and then they get help yesterday. Now they win the division. They're hosting the Cleveland Browns this weekend. Yeah, unbelievable, right? Um, right, to start, right off the bat for Houston, deep shot, touchdown to Nico Collins, get them going. And then you mentioned the end of the game there. I mean, you had... You had Stroud. I mean, the couple throws. We talked about it earlier in the show. The second and 14, that that, that throw to Nico Collins where he kind of lays it out and Collins goes and gets it. Then he threw a bullet down the field. You had the uh, horse, collar ta- uh, horse collar tackle and then Singletary ends up scoring the touchdown. But they could not. Jonathan Taylor ran amok. Yeah. They could not stop him. And they have him off the field in that spot. Off the field. And, and, the, and, and I give them credit. I think it was because they just didn't trust Gardner Minshew, because I thought that was the worst game I've seen him play this season. I did not think he was good at all. But you wouldn't have Taylor on the field. They ran the ball down the entire length of the field to get in that position. And then in the fourth and one, I don't have an issue with the play call, but I want Jonathan Taylor on the field. Right. Like the play call, listen, it worked. It was just poorly executed. You can say what you want. That was not a good throw. And that's a tough, that's a tough catch to make from a guy, I think, who has, what, six catches? I think Tyler Goodson had six catches this season. Right. I want to say. Mean, season on the line. Do you want the football getting into the hands of Tyler Goodson? No, I want to lose with my – if I'm going to lose, I want to go down right. with my best player. I certainly want him on the field. Even if, even if it's as a decoy, I want him on the field. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yesterday. He's got six catches this season. Yeah, that's, that's great. Right. Well, not seven, and that'll keep him out of the postseason. Yesterday, the Buccaneers, not only do they win, they cover and, and – I can't even believe it. I mean, DJ Shark is going into oh. the end zone. He fumbles it. Then they score a touchdown. They have an illegal formation. I mean, the Bucks, and I know they win. I know everyone's going to love them because Philadelphia is so bad, but I don't think they did a lot to give you a lot of confidence yesterday. At no, least last offensively, couple weeks. they didn't. No, la- listen, last couple weeks, man, they had a chance at home against New Orleans, and they didn't play well. Going into this game, Baker's banged up, and then he ends up getting he ends up getting hurt um, on a sack late in the first quarter. He's limping around. But, yeah, they won. I, Carolina stinks. They won 9 nothing. Brutal. Carolina had 68 passing yards yesterday. 68. Br- brutal. And and half of them were on that play to DJ Shark where he fumbled it. And he fumbled it through the end. So that was a great play by Winfield Jr., though, at the goal line there to knock it free. But guys have to stop putting the ball forward. 
They have. They ha I know it's hard. I hate you, that rule. But yeah, well, it's a bad rule. They, they should change that too. Well, he ended up. Listen, it didn't go out of the end zone anyway. The Tampa ended up recovering it, so it's not. It's right. not the same as going out of the but end zone. But if it goes out of the end zone, now Tampa gets the ball to twenty. How is that fair? And Mike Evans didn't really do anything yesterday. Well, no. I mean, they were bad offensively. Tampa. I think he had three catches for like 22 yards yesterday. Uh, you're listening to DPH or Rothenberg, 98.7 ESPN, WEPN, FM, New York. 1-800-919-3776. Frenzy coming your way in just a few minutes as well. Let's go back to going around the league. Meaningless Bengals, Browns. We don't need to waste time on that, but the Bengals do Whoa, finish. whoa, 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 oh, whoa. God. Yes, what? we do. What? Yes. Yeah. Santiago, I say to you. Yeah. You are the football savant. Dave says meaningless. You watched the Bengals-Browns game, correct? Uh, yes. Anything you noticed in that game that uh, you'd like to bring up, or am I the only one that noticed it? Um, not exactly picking up what you're putting down here. Quarterback for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, 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 Jeff Driscoll. No, I'm sorry, Jeff I'm Driscoll. sorry, Brian. Yeah. Did sorry. you see? Did you see what his girlfriend was wearing in the uh, suite? Did I missed. I missed that part. The uh, the <laughs> the spandex onesie. <laughs> That's what we're doing now. Really? What? Google it. Google it. Brent Musburger, why are we doing this? Uh, what's going on here? Go I'm telling Google it. With this number uh, on it, the whole thing. This couldn't why? have been that was the allowed conversation. in the stadium. That uh, was no, allowed in the stadium. I wrote it in my notes. We, we're going to see this thing. She right. went viral. She did. Uh, she went viral, right? Can, can, for God's sakes, can we, can we please move on to another game? Sorry, sorry. Uh, Lions beat the Vikings 30-20. Uh, they played their guys, give them credit for that. But like you mentioned earlier, Sam Laporta gets injured. Uh, if he doesn't play this game against the Rams, that's a huge loss for Detroit. That's a huge loss. We didn't even mention, though, like the, the matchups that you got, too. We have two hours. Okay, let's, let's make sure we talk about those. Uh, of, uh, the matchups we have coming up this weekend? Well, yeah, well, that's one of them, right? That, well, you got of course we're going to get Stafford going back to Detroit. I've, uh, yeah, like we're not going to get to that. Philadelphia, Tampa, we're going to get to all of them. Um, Detroit, 30-20. Uh, that Nick Mullins, first of all, I can't believe they started, what's his name? Is it Jaron Hall or Jalen Hall? Whatever his name is, I can't believe they started him last week. Yeah, I was surprised. I thought they knew something that we didn't know. Yeah, they did not. Uh, they did not. They and Justin not. Jefferson, 192. Do you realize he was over 1,000 yards this season? How is that possible? Because <sighs> he's awesome. He really is awesome. He had a good game yesterday. Mullins threw for like almost 400 yards in that game yesterday. Yeah, well, Justin Jefferson went for almost 200. There's no throw he won't make, though. He will fit it in there. Um, Arthur Smith out. Saints beat the Falcons 48-17. Atlanta led that game 14-7. And then that was about it. New Orleans doesn't get in either. They finished the season at 9-8. and That game was 17-17 at halftime. Uh, dude, Desmond Ritter is no good, man. I, I can't help himself. I throws that. I mean, he has a pass that he's going for. Uh, going for pits gets picked off. Then they end up going down, and Olave made that great, that great juggling catch in the end zone. Uh, the biggest thing to come out of that game, though, was the whole how it ended. Uh, Arthur yeah, Smith let, went let's after get Dennis to that. Allen. So, so here's Jameis Winston. They they overruled the head coach to run the ball in with Jamal Williams. Here's the quarterback. Well, I apologize to D.A. because the play was, was victory. Uh, but I also explained to D.A. that it was a team decision. And I think when you have the team morale, and I ask the guys, I say, guys, like, what do you, what do you want to do? We know how much Jamal means to this team. And, and I understood from D.A.'s perspective. I give him that. Yeah, but D.A. didn't condone that at all. You know, he didn't. However, we decided as a team to do it, and, and you have that opportunity. We just had that opportunity, and, and we decided. However. Does he not understand? 
what are you doing? <laughs> he's a villain. He's, I mean, he's a full-fledged villain. What is... I, I mean, all, all due respect to uh, DA, we just decided this is what we were going to do. <laughs> the coach said, take a knee, and they had a team meeting to decide they're going to run the football in for a touchdown? What do you want to do? The play call is victory, so I asked the guys, what do you guys <laughs> yeah. want to do? Brian Ramchick, what do you want to do? <laughs> Jamal, what would you like to do? What would you like to do? This <laughs> for the team morale. I'll tell you what. He, he, when when he's done playing, he's got a future. Oh. He's got a future somewhere. He's unbelievable. <laughs> I don't know what's better. Santhi, I don't know if that one's better or when they show. Remember the video he posted where he was doing like in his front yard and he was doing the quarterback drills? Oh, yeah. From well, a few years he, ago? He, eating yeah. the, the crab legs. You remember he, that? Eating the W. Eating the, the W, yeah. The dubs, yeah. Oh my God, he's he's an interesting guy. But he's he a, a joy. Full, he had a full dude, answer. No, dude, that's not he cut it. There's more to that. Oh, I, I got more. There's a back and forth with the reporter about the decision to go for the touchdown there. Well, you do have to play these guys twice a year. That's all I'm saying. We already played them twice. I know, but I'm talking about you know somebody who's got to play these guys twice a year. How do you feel about it? Tell me how you feel about it. Not good. Why don't you feel good about it? Because you got to play these guys twice a year. But what about it makes you not feel good about it? The head coach tells you to kneel it up. You're asking my opinion? Yes. I think you should have kneeled it up. I'm just telling you as respectfully as I can. You answer my question, and I'm telling you as respectfully as I can that I respectfully disagree with you. You disagree with me or the entire team? Whoever made that decision. Okay. So you disagree with the entire team. So thank you. I'm being honest and respectful. And that's what I'm attempting to do, too. And that's what I am doing. How how great is it? Well, you played them twice. We already played them twice. Yeah, and, and Jameis, you're going to play them twice again next season. <laughs> and you think that they forget this kind of stuff? I oh. promise you not. Oh, that was so good. I promise you not. Do you remember so when good. the year they won the national championship, they had, they had won the playoff game before that, and you know, he was he was all hyped up like that talking to the reporters after. And like Jimbo Fisher had to like pull him to the side and basically talk in his ear like, I need you to calm down right now. <laughs> like, do, you, do you remember that? I don't. Like Jimbo, I, like pulls him to the side, and you can like see, uh, like the camera's right there, and Jimbo's like talking in his on ears, the like field, right like, on the field. It's like, yeah, yeah I, I need that. you to settle down. I I love the fact he says you're gonna play them twice. We've already played them twice. Like like time now ceases to exist, and you'll never play them again moving forward. Oh, he so, may not. so you so you disagree with the team then? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, that's right. So it's not just me. You disagree with everybody. The head coach <laughs> told you take an E, and you had a team meeting at that point. Well, respectfully respectfully of, of course <laughs> um in maybe the biggest disaster of the day jaguars need a win to get in and host a playoff game and they can't beat the titans they lose it 28 to 20 yeah i dude i mean this is it has to be right up there as the most disappointing season of anybody jacksonville i mean they were they were right there to have I mean to to compete for the one seed in the in the AFC. They didn't get in. No, I know. It did to not get in now. And I know what they, the way that they finished. Their final six games. Yes. Oh, brutal. And brutal. quarterback ends up getting banged up. He wants to play, and then they go on that four game losing streak. They find without him, they beat Carolina, and then Tennessee. Man, I give him tons of credit because that was a meaningless game. Coach said, "Hey, we're not going to lose. We're, we're going to play this game. Losing sucks." They went out. Derrick Henry had a game, and I don't know a couple plays in that game. The the Trevor Lawrence trying to dive over. Where did he think they were on the field? I, they were I, outside the one. Uh, if he like, I thought he maybe thought like, go go gadget arms here, I can get over. But it, I mean, he didn't. But he wasn't even close to getting no. over. And then that that throw to Ridley down 
down the left side that hits his fingertips. I was surprised that Ridley didn't lay out for that and try to make the and, and catch that ball. But what a disappointing season for Jacksonville, oh. and they're done. I, I don't know if any any wife or, or girlfriend was dressed dressed attractively, but I look at Seattle and Arizona as a game that we don't really need to to sit here and break down. Uh, Seattle Arizona that, that just that. Um, Arizona missed that, a 51-yard game-winning field goal. He missed goal. two they field missed. goals, and Prater's yeah. good. James Conner had a big game, too. James Conner's a terrific running back. Oh, and a great a, story. fake field goal was nice, too, that the Arizona ran. Uh, Arizona, you say what you want. We laughed about Gannon. They play for that guy. Shoo, 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 Sounds like Kyler Murray loves him. Uh, it sounds like Kyler Murray's going to be back there next year as well as the starting quarterback. Yeah. So is that is that good there with that game? Oh, uh, you said yeah. You said you didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. Well, I don't know if anybody was uh, scantily clad, and we could break that down. No, I just there wasn't. I knew there wasn't going to be much to talk about with the with the Cleveland Cincinnati game, and I just thought they kept showing it. That it was that was a very interesting outfit choice. Um, Packers, Jordan Love, seventeen nine. They beat the Bears. Defense plays well. Aaron Jones, excellent game. Well, I tell you, man, Jordan Love had a heck of a season starting for this club. Yeah, he did, and it's, it makes me sick that they go from Favre to Rodgers to now it looks like they got they got another guy. On third down, I came on third down yesterday. They were 7 for 10 on third down. And that one, I mean, was third and 7 or 8. And he, he moves to his right, steps up, creates time, and then finds Kraft 15 yards. Like, yeah, he, I mean, he did what Aaron Rodgers wasn't able to do last season. At home, win a must-win a, a must game to get in the playoffs. Right, against a team that was trying to, to show that next year they're going to be very good, right? Yeah, and how can, uh, again, I hate to talk about the referees, but it cost him a couple plays. Justin Fields sliding down gets absolutely hammered. Because the referees we talk about all the time. And they don't they're, call they're anything. They're horrendous. What are we doing? The guy, I mean, the guy's head smashed off the turf. Let's just hope this is the beginning of a, a real, uh, like a legitimate run for the Packers. I think that was Simone Biles' uh, husband that did that. Oh, is that right? Is yeah, that was how, how he's known? Just as Simone Biles' husband? Uh, no, I don't think that's just how he's known. I just think that I'm pretty sure that's her husband, yeah. What was she wearing at the game yesterday? Any I idea? did not see. I didn't oh, see her, no. Okay. Uh, Chiefs Chargers, 13-12. Chiefs win it. That hurts the Giants' uh, draft pick status. They move from five down to six. Chargers had the game, and they let it get away. Raiders, 27-14 over the Broncos. Antonio Pierce, I'm imagining, has done enough to keep that job, right? Sounds like it. I got to tell you, of all the picks that were made on Friday, RJ. The, the, the one that made you scratch your head the most was RJ taking the Broncos plus three. <laughs> yeah, but at least gonna, he went two and one. I went zero and three. Yeah, but if you're going to touch that game, I just naturally like the the way that the team is playing for. They're at home, and the way the team's playing for Antonio Pierce, that you would naturally be like, well, if I'm going to mess with this game, I'm going to take the Raiders. Well, why would you mess with a game that has zero importance on the on the playoff standings at all? <laughs> I, I, listen, he went two and one. He went two and what'd you go three zero? Yeah, and and Raymond, uh, two and one. So, you, so now you control the board. Uh, I control the board, and Raymond has a uh, – Raymond actually, he, he's got an eight-game lead over you right now. Right. Well, I'm not worried about catching Raymond. My only concern is catching RJ, which seems like it, it's going to be difficult to do heading into the postseason anyway. Well, you're only down two, and you got 11, 11 games left? Uh, 11, was it four, four, two? Well, but do, I don't think we pick every game, right? Uh, No, we don't pick every game, but you got – yeah, that's true. So, so we, go only three, have... we go three, three, two, one. I think we have nine games left. That's it, right? I have to have I have to have a good postseason. RJ's got to falter. You've done it before, though. I mean, you, I you, you chased out Kenny. I did, uh, and that made him swim with the Sharks. Giants beat the Eagles 27-10. We'll get back to that a little bit later. Uh, I was actually rooting for the Niners to win this game because I didn't want to see Rams-Lions. I wanted to see Rams-Cowboys. But Rams win that game, and tell you what, man, they are playing really good football for Sean McVay. Yeah, they are. Um, 
with Carson Wentz going up against Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold had the late fumble. But I, why do you? Know, why wouldn't you want to see Stafford? Why wouldn't you want to see Stafford going to Detroit? Well, entirely because I think the Rams would have a better chance to beat Dallas than Green Bay does. Because right, you're just a bad guy and you like you root against Raymond. No, I root against the Cowboys. Raymond's just a byproduct of that. But Raymond's one of our close, dear friends. I understand. Give him one I, win. No, Give him no, one please. win. You know, if if I could guarantee him one win right now, and then they lose in the second round to the Lions, I would absolutely do that, hundred percent. I don't want that. Well, that's what I'm offering you. Not taking it. All right. Wow. Um, speaking of Raymond, his Cowboys throttled the Commanders, thirty-eight ten. I guess the only negative in that game is that Brandon Aubrey showed that he's actually human. Well, and the fact that you had Gilmore, Stephon Gilmore, hurt himself. Right. But Ray said he's going to be fine. Yeah, Gil- fine. Gilmore says he's he's fine, so we'll see. Yeah, I mean, dislocating your shoulder and having to pop back in, like, you could play, but, I mean, that's still, it's not great. The other thing was C.D. Lamb, nine uh, nine straight games with a touchdown. He's awesome. He, yeah. uh, he had two yesterday also, right? Yeah, two, yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you know this, he buoyed me to my fantasy football championship in the yeah. league. Yeah, we know. We, we, we all know. Very long touchdown against the Lions. Yeah, we know. All of it. Uh, Cowboys get a gift last week with Arizona win the division. They are the two seed in the NFC. And it continues. The NFC East continues. That's right, which means the Cowboys won't win it next year. Maybe the Giants win it next year. Raymond, I will say this, and I think you'll agree with me. If the Cowboys do not make it to the NFC Championship game, failure. this season has been a failure. Failure. You agree? I agree, but, but I've said this all along. When it comes to the team, Nothing matters until they get to January. Well, yeah, but it's, na- it's, but it's January now. You've got to win these next two but games. But now you're the two. And you're, there was a, a thought heading into mm-hmm. last week's games that you were going to be the five, and now you're the two. So, so that there's we're 100% clear on this, and you can't turn it around on me later. If they lose in any time in the next two weeks, I'm going to be extremely disappointed. Good. Just so we're clear on that. Good. I hope that happens. Bad guy. Uh, Bills, Dolphins. Dolphins led 14-7. Dolphins had the ball. It's funny, when the, the punt went to Hardy, my first thought is, why are you fielding it at the five-yard line 95 yards later? That was the game-changing play. Bills win 21-14. Oh, I've had that feeling before, watching your Giants. Trying to get the Rams to cover. And your boy just fielding the punt at his own six. Gunner. No big deal. Gunner the runner. Yeah, great. Uh, I'll tell you what, how that how the first half ended, I did not, I did not love what I was seeing from Buffalo. Couple of, couple of mistakes, and then how that ended where uh, you get nothing there. McDermott, Sean McDermott was pissed. Was pissed at that decision at the end of the first half. But Well, you heard him say with Melissa Stark, right, right as they were going halftime, he's like, you need to throw that football into the end zone. Into the end zone. Yeah. So they get stopped there, but give their and defense credit. what was Miami credit. doing on the prior play also? Yeah, did you, see the, did you see the look? Did you see Tua's face on the sideline? Well, I mean, I don't blame him. I mean, they dropped into the shell of a coverage. They picked up the first down and got out of bounds and then had would have had two shots in the end zone. In the end zone, correct. Very, very, very strange. But the Bills, I mean, a bunch of injuries dealing with two. They found a way second half, stepped up, and I don't know. But as long as if Buffalo can find a way, if Josh Allen can get in – they were talking about it last night where he gets in that, that mode. He's so dangerous. But, like, he makes some decisions where it's like, what what are you doing? Within the same game, you can watch him and say, what is happening? And, my God, he's awesome. Right. But you live with the, oh, my, you live with the, what the hell is he doing? Because the, oh, my God, he's awesome, for the most part, usually will outweigh the, the bad usually, decisions. Usually it will. How about, how about he made Eli Apple a hero last night? I know. Which was not thrilling. All right. There you have it. Raymond, blow this baby dead, would you? That was nice. I felt good about it, that around the league. I got bad news for you. What? 
that's the last around the league we're going to have for quite some time. Why? We're not going to go around the league next week. We're going to get in the in the weeds of every game. Oh, we're going to get in the playoff weeds. Yeah. Oh, we also I, you didn't mention Chris Jones. Uh, one point two five million for his uh, ten sack. For, for getting that sack, yeah, they were very excited with that one yesterday. Ah, uh, he was very excited. You yeah. could you could tell he's a team favorite. And Baker Mayfield million bucks making the playoffs. Yeah, uh, putting up nine points against Carolina. Yeah, they look so good too. They look so good. Last two weeks, not not great. No, they look they look terrible. But they win the division. They host the Eagles in the battle of two teams that do not look very good. Right All now. right, Raymond, let's launch the frenzy. It's time for a frenzy. <laughs> a football frenzy. You could say that 10,000 times and it still wouldn't be enough. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. A football frenzy. Any team, any player, any question. Woo! Time for the football frenzy brought to you by Samwell Institute for Pain Management. This is it. The last regular season frenzy until September. You ready to roll? Oh, I'm ready, baby. All right, here we go. Jose in Brooklyn. Jose, frenzy, let's go. Will this Jet offseason be a continuation or a sequel of Rodgers and Friends? No. You think they're going to go out on their own and say, this is what we're doing? Aaron, you're not involved? No, he'll be involved. He'll absolutely be involved. I don't Listen, the, the one thing about Devontae Adams is he's been pretty outspoken about Antonio Pierce. If Antonio Pierce comes back, I mean, is he... Does he want to stay? Does he maybe, like it in maybe Vegas? Maybe it's a blessing. Maybe T. Higgins is a more attractive guy anyway. Um, T. Higgins is a lot younger than Devontae Adams. Yeah, but he also doesn't have the he doesn't have the relationship and the success that that Devontae Adams has had with the uh, with fair. It's it's a Rogers. fair point. But if you wind up with Mike Evans, T. Higgins, or Devontae Adams, you're not going to complain about any of those guys. No, and I mean you're, you're sitting there at ten too. I mean if you if both tackles. Both the stud tackles are gone. I'm actually looking at a mock draft right now that hasn't taken one of the uh, the other tackles at 10. Not one of those two. No, they got them taking the kid from uh, Oregon State. Hmm. Um, let's go to Sean and Islip. Sean, you're on the frenzy. If the Cowboys lose before the NFC Championship game, is Mike McCarthy out as head coach? It's a good one. I um, think he might. I could see Bel- – that would be a good spot for Belichick. I don't think he wants to, to – Jerry Jones wants to kind of make himself the second fiddle there. Uh, I think Dan Quinn becomes your head coach. All right. I don't Santhi, I don't disagree with you. I think it makes sense for Belichick. I don't know that Jerry wants to kind of cede that kind of control. Santi, let me ask you a question, though. Did you listen sure. to the po- post-game stuff with Jerry? Didn't he kind of insinuate we'll see how it goes? Well, he, he, he goes on this long diatribe about ha- how happy that he is with the job McCarthy's done and everything. And, and he is. Like, the offense looks fantastic. But then he, he leaves that little bit at the end. It's like, eh, we'll see how each game goes. And then Jerry can't help himself, unfortunately. I, Raymond, mm-hmm. Cowboys lose this week to the Packers again. Because yep. the Packers have had their number in the postseason recently. I mean, what do you do? You just curl up into a shell? How does What happens? Uh, it, it wouldn't be pretty. I'll put it this way. I, I, I feel pretty good about this matchup. So for them to lose would be pretty bad. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, both of you guys, that the Cowboys are the biggest favorite of the week, right? Is that true? I think so. Yeah, what is it, seven and a half, seven, seven, seven and a half? Seven or seven and a half, what, somewhere in Well, I haven't seen the, what's the Bills? No, no, deals? Bills, Bills, Bills have the, uh, Bills Bills are minus nine and a half. Nine and a half. Yeah. And then hmm. what, are the, what are the Chiefs over the Dolphins? Uh, Chiefs over the Dolphins is three and a half. Wow. So you got Houston, uh, Cleveland minus two and a half, KC minus three and a half, Buffalo minus nine and a half, Dallas minus seven or seven and a half, Detroit minus three, 
And Philly minus two and a half. Detroit only minus three, huh? Yeah, that Laporte injury is a big injury, but there, I Huge mean, that... injury. All right, let's continue. Shooter, okay. Stanford. Shooter, go on the frenzy. Taking your bonus for joining one of the betting sites of one hundred fifty dollars. What a long shot Super Bowl winner would you pick? The Rams, the Beals, or the Cowboys? It wouldn't be the Rams. Oh, I'd probably say the. I'd probably say the Cowboys. Are the Bills still considered a long shot? Well, if the Cowboys are a long shot, the Bills are a long shot. I guess. I, I'll, I look at the, the, I'll look at the odds right now to win the Super Bowl. I think the Cowboys might be the third favorites to win the whole thing. Really? Wow. Third or fourth? Really? Yeah. Ray, oh. I don't understand how you don't understand that this is a very good football team. No, that, it, it is a very good football team. I, I guess no, really. No, actually, it looks like they could be. It looks like the Bills are just ahead of the Cowboys. Right. So, so third or fourth. So if you're going to consider one a long shot, I, so those, are, those really are not long shots. The Rams are a long shot. The Browns are a long shot. I guess when you when you look, really look at it in the scheme of things, I mean, I I see probably too close. I see the flaws in Dallas, but yeah, if if, if I really take a look at it, yeah, they should be third good or fourth. Good football team. Dax had yep. a great year. I mean, Ceedee Lamb is an elite wide receiver. Offensive line is good. You know what? The, the one thing that I, I look at as as a negative is I don't trust their running game at all. They're very one dimensional. Uh, I think that's kind of by design at this point because they every time they tried to get the run game going, it just doesn't work. The offense is at its best. When it uses the old West Coast principle of the short passing game as the run Pollard, game. Pollard, in my estimation, has had a very disappointing season. Um, it's crazy because I, I don't, I don't know if he got a thousand. He was like right on the line of a thousand yards, but yeah, I, he was kind of underwhelming for a Doesn't lot matter. of the year. I, I, I expected big things from him. I, I think if anybody's listening that had uh, Pollard in fantasy, they thought he was very underwhelming. I, I thought, I thought that he'd be better. He himself said that he thought he'd be better. So, I don't know. I, I definitely – I'm not sure that they should franchise him again. I'll put it that way. Uh, Corey, New York. Corey, frenzy, go. I can't I can't stand how much Josh Allen wants to go for a home run every play. What? Corey, what? You're, you're, mur- you're murdering the frenzy. Like, murdering the frenzy. <laughs> it's not an opinion-based question. It's a question and you're done. It sounded like he wanted to get. He the was question. getting to he a just, question. Well, that's himself. not, but that's not how it's played, guys. It's week eighteen. We're heading into the postseason. This is not. Th- that's a preseason frenzy level question, is what it is. <laughs> it's a one and done frenzy. Jeff in uh, Howard Beach. Jeff, you're on the frenzy. The fans are still up. I'm in the second season. But better match, more intriguing matchup: the Goff Stafford matchup, or Hill going back to KC. Thanks, guys. I would Ooh. say quarterbacks. I think they're both. I think they're both sexy as hell. Matchups. But I just think, I mean, well, because you got both though. You got Hill. You got Tyreek going back to Kansas City. But in, right. in the Detroit, LA game, you got Stafford going back to Detroit, and then you have Golf playing against a team that gave up on him, that got rid of him. Right. I think they're both. I mean, there's not a game this weekend that I don't look. Um, Philly Tampa is not thrilling, but there's not a game this weekend that I'm not totally excited to watch. And that's the Monday game, right? Philly Tampa is the, the Monday game. game. Correct. And Peacock makes out like huge winners here, right? Oh, hate it. They get yeah, they got they, Kansas thank, City, Miami. Kansas City, Miami. Thank God I I had Peacock already squared away last weekend. That's that's there's a there's a reason why they did that to you. Yeah, well, you know what? That plays out well for me. Colby Asbury Park. Uh, Colby, you're on the frenzy. Do you think Mike Tomlin should win Coach of the Year? If not, who should it be? I think it's uh, D'Amico Ryan's or it's uh, Kevin Stefanski. Stefanski for me. I think it's one of those two. I, I, yeah, I mean, Tomlin's been great, but 
Stefanski just won, won what eleven games with and and punted on, on the last one, with a, a fourth string quarterback, right off his couch. I mean, listen, Tomlin had no great shakes at quarterback either. No, you're, you're not wrong. Um, breaking news, by Big the way. Big news, jazz hands. <laughs> news you expected, but breaking news nonetheless. Uh, Ron Rivera fired. Yeah. Uh, Marcus in Union. Marcus, you're on the frenzy. The Giants draft Malik. The, the Giants draft Malik Neighbors. Well, oh, do that, they? That, that's a question. Is that a question? Do or they, is that what do you'd they like draft? To see? Do they draft Neighbors? Is what he's asking. Uh, they, they could. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it would fit a need. I mean, they need they need the receiver, and he's excellent. So, so the draft. I'm looking at. I'm looking at. Uh, I'm looking at PFF's mock draft. He's they the number have, two receiver on the board. Uh, he is. Yeah, they get. Uh, they Although have I think co- Mel has the kid from Washington too. Yeah. So this one has this one has Harrison Jr. going four, neighbors going five to the Chargers, and then your New York Giants taking Joe Alt from Notre Dame. I mean, they need the offensive lineman. Yeah. But the, now this one has the, the both offensive linemen going six seven. Uh, Raymond, you see it. I don't see it because I'm not on Twitter right now. You just popped in my ear. Uh, come on, Aaron, and tell us the uh, Giants are. are Making moves? For Tom Pelissero, the Giants have fired the offensive line coach, Bobby Johnson. There may be more coming. Uh, I, I got to tell you. Well, that needed to happen. I mean, the offensive line, they, they need to make that move. Yeah. Special they teams coach is gone, too. McGahee. Yes. They moved on. Well, listen, the Giants' offensive line and special teams were disasters this year. So you never cheer when one of your own gets fired, but I don't think it's a bad move. For the can I ask a, can I ask a silly question? Yeah. <laughs> You could tell me I'm crazy, but if like I mean there has to be a sense the entire time like this guy the, this the, the offensive line coach stinks, terrible, like, and the offensive line's not very good. Like I'm sitting here watching Evan Neal looks like he's getting worse. Like things aren't good. If the if the mindset the like at some point was hey, we got to fire this guy, why we, could you do it earlier and find and try to bring someone in that's better or hire someone that you think could be better? Yeah, I, I don't know. Instead of waiting, I mean, did it, did it really ultimately matter though? I no, mean, you, you, you how would your you, best football down the stretch anyhow? Yeah, but how would you know though? Is what I'm saying. Like you don't know. Like if you if, if it's you recognize this guy's not good at his job. I mean, unless you were going to make that season. move like week four or five, the, I don't know that it matters to make it week eleven or twelve. Yeah, right. I don't know. It had uh, to happen though. I'm, I'm uh, you know sad sad that guys lost their job. Pleased that the Giants moved on from those two. And that's your football frenzy. Brought to you by Samwell Institute for Pain Management. For a pain-free life, go see Dr. Jay Shaw, a double board certified pain specialist. Visit samwellpain.com today. All football Mondays on 9870 ESPN are brought to you by Slomans. Call 100-ALARM-ME to learn how you can have the Sloman Shield professionally installed for free. Slomans, the difference is human. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.